Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined by Rock Royalty. Roger Daltrey is a massive uh, Arsenal fan. He's in Memphis, but he still joined us, didn't he? It was an ungodly hour for him. I think it was about 10 in the morning, wasn't that? (laughs) Yeah, no. I think he's uh, on, the, on, on tour time, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's so, right. You know. So we had a chat with him. Uh, who else did we chat? Pat Nevin was on good form. Yeah, he was very good form. Good football and chat. A, and, a, and a book thing tomorrow night. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And we had a bit of a chat about various things. Yeah, all sorts. And, and we had a birthday spread, not, which not, was... Not the most successful, but let's well, see. Charlie, don't ruin don't it. give it away for people. Spoiler alert. But uh, it was volatile. Let's just say it was a very volatile game, and the maths was a bit shonky. <laughs> as you will discover... Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. Deploying uh, the last night, Paul. You can't. Only place you can start with football, really, isn't it? Ludicrous, wasn't just, it? Just, incre- just You know, he scores when he wants. You know that. Yeah. It does. It did feel like that last night. Well, if you're going to score, I'll get one as well. With his wrong foot. I know. Yeah. Uh, nominally, Un- didn't he hit the post with his wrong foot? He cut in and hit that with his left. The one he hit the post with, which could have, would have yeah. been his fourth goal. Yeah, just sensational yeah, footballer. Know, there's nothing you can do. I think uh, the management at Wolves were saying that last night. What can you do when a bloke <laughs> when a bloke's playing like that? Yeah. If only they get stronger next year. That I would know, be, if only they could sign a striker. That would be the concern. <laughs> do you think, I know you're a Spurs man, Paul. Yes. And we'll come on to that later on. Mm. Do you think Harry mm. Kane still sits there thinking? Oh yeah, I'm, not, I'm sure there's moments <laughs> they when, he, when they he, didn't call. When is now seems likely they're lifting the Premier League trophy on the last day of the season when yeah. he's when he's at Kerry Road. Um, <laughs> he may think to himself, yeah, it could have been me, as yeah. the old song goes. Yeah. But look, um, you know, it was never going to be, if you sign a long-term contract with that chairman, he, he wouldn't have thought, you know, they would have given him a testimonial and waved him on his way. It was always going to be problematic. And that particular ship has sailed. It doesn't mean that we might not go through the same dance over the summer. A lot of that, again, is down to the chairman and the support he gives the manager and whether the manager stays. If we start to see a a change in attitude and, and a team that properly wants to compete, especially now that, you know, Newcastle are going to come back stronger. Yeah. Um, you know, if Arsenal do get Champions League, they'll invest, it's going to get tougher and tougher. When so. you say the same dance, do you think... It's not the same club, obviously. Not I think Man it would City, be really they're, funny they're, if Gary, gonna do their if Gary Neville took him for another game of golf and they had exactly the same conversation <laughs> again. Just yeah. basically said the same, same thing. Yeah, and well, that's one possible way. You really. wonder who could get who could who could uh, 
approach that sort of money, you know. That's Manchester thing, United, but it doesn't, maybe it doesn't fit the Ten Hag pattern and, you know, no. they're going to have other... Well, what is look, the Ten Hag pattern? Well, I mean, he likes to promote youth talent and so I'm sure he would have been in... Uh, well, he, he was busy last night winning the league. <laughs> yeah. But had he not been, he probably, and I'm sure he'll watch back the FA Youth Cup uh, final. Yeah. Uh, which Manchester United won against Nottingham Forest 3-1. Yeah. I'll be honest, it did turn on a pretty contentious penalty. But it was a bad bad decision. United got some very good players, young players, and uh, 67,000 turned out. What a great treat for the guys who played. It's amazing. And they were, did you see one of them did the, uh, the guy who scored the goals, he's that for, for Manchester United. He just did the sweet... Oh, he did, he did. He gave it the old... Um, gave it the old Ronaldo. Ronaldo, yeah. yeah. Okay. A lot of people... Well, did Bruyne did... Uh, um, he did the, uh, the, the sort of the, zen the goal zen, celebration so to welcome doing other people's goal celebrations is that a thing is to, that allowed to welcome Haaland I'm sure kids do it a lot like Saturday oh, yeah. afternoon they'll be going off oh, doing they the do. Ronaldo's they and do everything they put both hands in the air they don't know why now you were telling me earlier and you are telling me a story a mate of yours who's a comedian got, yes. me, uh, got in touch with you last week what happened yeah well he, he, uh, I got a missed call on Tuesday yeah. night from my good friend Phil Nickel. Um, who runs a night at the comedy store mm. called Cray Cray Cabaret. Good fun night. Yeah. Not just comedy, got a band on and comics come on and do a bit of, bit of material and they yeah. sing a song with a band. You know, quite old school but trying to drag it modern. You know, mm-hmm. great idea. I'm, I missed a call from him Tuesday night and I thought, oh, he's probably going to ask me to do that or he's, or he's asking me to do a, a, one later down the line. I won't give him a call back. You know? Right, you're I, busy. I, I'm, I'm a, a lot bit going busy on. at the moment. A lot going on. There'll be other gigs. He'll ask me another time. He's a nice man, you know. So yeah. I won't do it this week. Anyway, I saw the photos from the gig last night and unannounced, not on the bill, was Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> the way you told me the, the story on yes. WhatsApp was beautiful because you said anyway, so I didn't ring him back. Yeah. And then you just sent a picture of Chris Rock last night at the comedy store. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh dear, Charlie. Oh dear. So you sort well, of go, oh, perhaps I should have <clears throat> perhaps I should have gone to that. But I did think this is definitely a text topic, Paul. You know, we can yeah. get our sure I don't every, think I'll bother. Done, I don't think I'll bother. There's that time, isn't it? It might be, I don't know, theatre, it could be foot it's a lot of football. A lot yeah. of sport. I won't I won't go. Cricket, it won't know, be any Headingly eighty one, I'm thinking. We haven't got a chance I don't think I'll bother <laughs> or people think you, know, you could have gone to Amsterdam and watched the Tottenham yeah I yeah. don't think I'll I won't, bother I won't go you know Istanbul you know <laughs> nah I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I'll bother going I mean, I'm not going to beat Milan so if you have got I don't think I'll bother stories we'd love to hear them yeah. talksport.com text 81089 tweet TSH&J also maybe the start of a new series who knows that kind of depends on you I was you often get this thing on radio in papers on this day on this and day. it's something that something famous happened on this day yeah. on this day so and so was elected to become the president of whoever of on course, this day yeah. Salvador Dali was born ah, these sorts of things that's for the spread of course yeah yeah, well, he, uh, yeah but he's dead so he's <laughs> yeah, unlikely so, to get oh, in it with the yeah. breaking news spoiler alert <laughs> <clears throat> so um, we were just wondering um, is there an on this day derivative we don't want to do that because mm. you know obviously it's been done a lot over the years and where does it take you just say on this day Salvador Dali was born. I don't even know if he was I think it was yesterday actually <laughs> on this day yesterday the new on this is day what, is that what you're trying to do on this, on this day yesterday on this day last Wednesday like your nan's on, on this day was it Tuesday or was it Wednesday on this day or was it Tuesday or was, but no on this day what happened to you 
This is the thing. Yeah, Maybe this was the day that uh, you got drunk and fell in a bush. Maybe this was the day you won the lottery. Well, it comes know. up quite a lot now because of Facebook. If you're on Facebook and you have Facebook memories, right. it, it'll, it'll suddenly throw you back okay. to a time nine nine years ago doing something or well, to, I mean, six years we'd ago. We'd like to be at, as Stuart Pearson And you say, feel old and it's depressing. Yeah, <laughs> the more humourable end of the scale. Yeah. So if you've got humourable tales of what happened to you uh, or what you mark on this day, it can be pretty mundane as well. Um, we'll bring you the best of them. So uh, I think it could be an occasional feature. Could die on its backside, which is probably more likely. But anyway, out. talksport.com forward slash H&J. You can text to 81089, tweet to TSH&J along with your... No, I don't think I'll bother. I don't think I'll Stories. bother. Stories. I like Charlie not seeing Chris Rock. How long did he do Chris Rock? I think he did 20 minutes. It's like a <laughs> warm-up, you know, because he's, he's, he's just in the country. So yeah. you have to check your references check out yeah. you know you might be saying I go to the drugstore and everyone will go well, where yeah well, no, I, think well, they, I mean I they think probably they know that one by now. now I think they get it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to buy an eggplant <laughs> what's that yeah. Chris it's an aubergine Chris. can you ask Brian McFadden if he's ever shouted at a bin <laughs> yes <laughs> well you know you poo pooed that it's still going Paul still going have People you ever like shouted that. at a bin waste life um, anyway, they never went for West Zone. We can't understand it, can we? <laughs> no, I know. Why didn't they go with West Zone? West Zone. We, yeah. well, we, I said to you earlier, it sounds like a, an airport car park. It does. West I, Zone. We can always just park in West Zone. Look, it's 10 minutes, but often the bus <laughs> takes 20 minutes to turn up. It's cheaper than cheaper than valet, of course. Yeah, of course it is. The last time know. I parked, they put about 60 miles on me car. I <laughs> took it out for the night. Anyway, yeah, Brian will be here part of Boy's Life. Not, boy's Life. Not West Zone. Don't no. get the two confused uh, with Keith Duffy. Brian pops in. Big Manchester Night event. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, Pat Nevin joined us on the show uh, last year when his uh, book, The Accidental Footballer, came out. Yeah. Um, he is doing uh, a uh, appearance at the uh, Boswell Book Festival tomorrow, chatting to our old friend Stuart Weir oh, in fantastic. conversation. Very pleased to say Pat joins us once again now. Hi, Pat. Hey, Pat. How are you doing? How are you doing? Yeah, good, thank good. you. We were just chatting earlier on. We, we've written out in our little running order. It says, mm-hmm. Pat Nevin, former Chelsea Everton and Scotland winger, which is exactly what you are. But um, the, we were thinking, why would Pat have played now? If he if he rocked up now, yeah, is he is he a wing back? Is he on the right of a three oh, up yeah. front? I mean, do you often wonder where you would have sort of fitted in into the, the system, or would they have accommodated you? I'd never played in the wing before I went to Chelsea in my life. Really? So, so I'm not a winger. So <laughs> I get shoved out there. No, I was a ten, or I was you know the the the, the, the position that David Silva played for years there with mm. the Man City. You know, it's not winger. It's an attacking forward who can you know create space and things. So that was the kind of position I tried to play. In fact, I tried to play really like David Silva, just not quite as well as him. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, see in the modern game, it, it, oddly enough, when you look at it now, some of the players that, you know, are, are smaller, but much more technical, you know, the, the pitches being flat, etc. There are certain players of that generation would probably be a wee bit better suited to the, yeah. the current form of football. And uh, I kind of like to pretend to myself that I'm one of them. I was don't that, know if it's true. So if that was when you trained at Celtic as a kid. Was that as a ten, really? Not not as a wing. Yeah. Oh, well, to be honest, centre forward as well. Wow. You know, a nine or a ten, just always a goal scorer, always someone who played alongside. Because in those days, remember, you used to play four four twos and four two fours, etc. So you usually a big striker and a little guy. So that's quite often, you know, the creative little guy who moved around a tall striker. Yeah. Uh, but then created. So I mean, that sort of position, you know, would now be seen as. I mean, if you look at it, England wasn't great at producing them. You know, Beardsley was great at that, wasn't he, yeah. for a good long time? Yeah. But, you know, most of the best ones are, you know, they've, they've been South American or they've been Spanish, you know. So, um, sadly, I've, there's a wee bit of Spanish blood in my history, but it goes back about five generations. So, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I can claim that one either. But, you know, just looking at the modern players and the way the game's played, and people like myself watch Pep's team and think, why could we not have done that? Yeah. that? That's the way we should have been doing it. And it's that's why I'm in, sort of deeply in love with, with Pep's team. And partic- to be honest, the Barcelona team, going right back to them, that you know that had Xavi and Iniesta. And, yeah. you know, they, they were just, for me, that was perfection. Yeah. But only because it was precisely what you were trying to do yourself, but only not as well. There was a little bit of snickering when Ange Postacoglu came into yeah. Celtic and a few people looking down their nose at Australian mm-hmm. football writers about their acquaintance said... This guy's good, you yeah. know. You're in for a surprise, and wow, I think he, I think it's fair to say he's, he's delivered, hasn't he? Yeah, I was, a, a mate of mine had said to me, he said, "Look, watch out for this one. Don't be caught out. This guy's quality, mm. and and you know because he's kind of a bit brusque, you know, and a bit Australian, and you know, you, you think he's going to say Sheila at any moment in time, he's, <laughs> you know, but he's not. He's clever. He's smart. He knows what he's doing. He's been successful just about everywhere he's been. Um, so I kind of held off a bit and thought, well, I'll give him a little bit of time. Well, thank goodness for that, because mm. the th- the, what he's done, I was at the game last night um, where, where Celtic won the title, and, and they weren't at their very, very best last night. But you consider the amount of players that he has brought in, how far they were, was it 25 points? Mm. Rangers won the league by that last season. Yeah. And then he had a tough start at the, the start of this season, and he was totally unaffected by it. He just said, no, no, I know what I'm doing. I know what my job is. I know how good I can make these players. 
And it has been a joy to watch. When you're talking about Man City, no, they're not like Man City, but you know that they are so much fun to watch because the, the levels of effort, the levels of closing down, the high intensity, but then the quality play on top of it. it, it honestly, the Celtic fans, the kind of the, the eyebrows were raised. You know, they weren't they weren't quite Carlo Ancelotti eyebrows <laughs> raised. You know, I mean, they, they were raised, but not that bad. No. So. But they were so raised and then gave them two months in and they saw, I think the first one that jumped out at most of Celtic fans was Kyogo Kurahashi. Mm. And wow, I've watched him in the first game. It was against Rangers, my first game I saw him in person. And I was utterly blown away by that young that young player. And the three players that have come in for Japan have all been fantastic. But he's now, he, he played a team last night where three, these three strikers, three front three were left out and he brought in another front three. And I thought, yeah, they're just as good. Yeah. And, and and that's what he's done over a period of time. So, yeah, uh, Ange Ball, as they call it, is a joy to watch. I'm sure you were following events in, in the Premier League as well, uh-huh. the couple of your old clubs. And it, it, was a, it was a bit of a scrappy point for Everton last night, but it, it was an important one, especially what was happening with Leeds. Were you get? I mean, maybe you still are concerned they're still in the mix, but were you getting very concerned they were going to go? Uh, very concerned as an underestimation of what I was feeling. Hmm. I was scared to death for them because hmm. yeah, everybody could see it. They were just falling. Then Burnley got that little lift. Um, but I suppose all along I've been saying to a lot of people as often as I can, don't write off leads um, as being part of it because they were falling. They weren't getting out of it. They looked as if they had a little bit of cushion, but just the feeling wasn't right there. Um, so at the moment they're in the slight box seat because it's, you know it's obviously it's going between Leeds, Burnley, and Everton, and because they've got the extra, they give a hand over Leeds, and because they're in a little bit of a a run of not form but fight and a little bit of belief, I've, I've got a feeling Everton are going to get out of it this time. And do you know when you add the top of that, if you had a look at Leeds' goal difference, you know. Oh my goodness, it yeah. stinks. Yeah. So that might be the, the thing that you know kills them off eventually because it's, it's going to be tight. Yeah. You're at the Boswell Book Festival tomorrow, Pat. Um, were, you, <laughs> were you in conversation with a friend of the show, Stuart Weir, about your book, Accidental Footballer? Will you be DJing as well? or? Well, I have to rush back because uh. I've got this mad week on because last night I was at the, the Celtic game and they win the league. Obviously, I'm nipping down to London for the the, the FA Cup final. Yeah. Then I'm off over to um, uh, Seville for the Europa League final. So, Ooh. if I go and start DJing in the middle of the night, we'll have to <laughs> they'll have to cart me about in a wheelchair. Yeah. So, I think I'll leave it this time. But one of the lovely things about having written the book, and thank you to both of you, um, and for talk for what you did for me at the start when the book came out, because it. it it really has done incredibly well. Right. And one of the great things about it is people have enjoyed it, but you get asked to go to these book festivals nice. and they're brilliant fun. I have to say they're absolutely great. So um, I'll, I'll not do the DJing, but you do meet some interesting people. So if you're up around Ayrshire mm. and you want to have a chat, not just about my book, but just about football and anything, uh, pop along. And if you've got any spares for the Europa League final, um, Ali, <laughs> Ali McQuist is still on the lookout. Ali was on there looking. the other day saying, I haven't got a t- I can't believe he hasn't he's got, got a t- do you, do you know what? I can I can bring you an update on that because I was at London City Airport yesterday mm. and I walked up the stairs and there as I stood to get on the flight to Edinburgh was Alistair McCoyst himself yeah. standing to go on the Glasgow flight and we had a laugh and a chat and he, and, and he is, he's getting there. He's managed to sort out, he's getting there and I think uh, his, his, his sons are going to sort themselves out as well. Uh, but the, the typical thing with Ali, and this won't surprise you in the slightest, we chatted and we told jokes and we had a laugh and then I said, by the way, Ali, your plane's gone. 
<laughs> and he turned around and he was the last person, I promise you, and he'll tell you this himself, he sprinted to get on that plane. Fantastic. Oh, Brazil have him for that tomorrow morning, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, go for it. We'll pass that on. Uh, cheers, Pat, and enjoy the uh, book cheers, festival. Pat. Good to talk to you again. Pleasure. Cheers, guys. Pat Nevin there, The Accidental yeah. Football. It's a cracking read, actually. Yeah, I, can I think imagine, it must be yeah. out in paperback uh, now. And it's, yeah, it's really good, really good read. Great, uh, great stuff. Yeah, well, he's, he's a brilliant pundit as well, isn't he? Yeah. Just, he gives, he just, when he speaks about the game, you know, there's an intelligence to it and he's played yeah. and he, the joy of it, you know, really, yeah. really, really good guy. I like him. So but he's the sort of person you'd want a pint with, isn't it? Just a couple of pints yeah. down the pub with Pat Nevin. Lovely. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Out here in the fields. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on TalkSport. We play the Who there because yeah. uh, earlier on this week, I was uh, at the start of the week, I was thinking, who should we get on to talk about the, the North London derby? Of course, yeah. think outside the box. And I'm reading uh, Roger Daughtry's autobiography at the moment. Yeah. Then I read a bit in the weekend at the weekend that he's gone into the beer business. Okay. And I thought, you know, this is telling me something. He's a yeah. big gooner as well. Mm. So I thought, well, I said to the guys, let's see if we can track Roger down. I know the Who are touring a lot at the moment. And they did, and God bless him, he joins us Fantastic. now. Fantastic. Roger, good afternoon. Well, good morning. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> you're, you're in Memphis, aren't you, I understand? This is the earliest I've been up for about, about the last four weeks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, we have... Because, uh, you know, tour mode, you don't go to sleep till five in the morning. Yeah, and uh, the Arsenal's worth getting up for. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah sure. we appreciate you coming on. I know I, I was looking. You're playing in Memphis tomorrow night, which would suggest you're going to spend uh, the time, uh, well, this afternoon with you watching the North London derby. I guess we are. We have fortunately today got a day off, and yeah, and uh, I'll be watching it tonight. Oh. And what a game for Arsenal! Oh God, they, they what a season! You know, to start a, the whole season the way we did, they had that COVID going through. And to be bottom of the league—that yeah. uh, was an eye-opener. Um, but you know the way they fought back. This young team have got such spirit. Um, it's just been—it's been wonderful to watch this season. I mean, keep, as usual, Arsenal keep you on the edge of the seat mm. as a supporter, and and it hasn't been all uphill or all downhill. It's been, you know, so nerve-wracking at times. Uh, and uh, it would have been much easier to win to Brighton than it's going to be to win tonight. But here we are, you know, this cliffhanger ending to our season and to, and to a certain extent, same to Spurs. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, it, it's, it's worked out very well yeah. for for the for the us, for the media and everybody. I think the fans are feeling the pressure of it. I'm a Tottenham fan, Roger, and I think we're all feeling a bit edgy ahead of this one tonight. Well, I mean, Arsenal, they've got so much fight in them these days. Mm. Is it because we've been the jellyfish kind of team for the last seven years in rolling over everywhere. But this year, I mean, the fight that's coming out of the team, the spirit and the atmosphere between the fans and and the team is totally different. Mm. It's, it's, for the first time, I've, I've, I've actually decided I might actually start going back to uh, the Emirates because I haven't been to the Emirates for about, I think the last time I was there, I was doing their charity night event. Oh, right. but I haven't been to a game 
probably about eight years. Wow. I, did, I, I, I found it heartbreaking after Highbury. Mm. I used to just love Highbury. It was like, that was like a football shrine to me. Mm. And the way I loved the way it grew out of the houses, which yeah. is really what football was all about in those days. And the, that's and right, because you were, get, you were a West London boy, Roger. Right? Read in your book, you, were, you used to go to QPR now and again, but it was your lad that got you into Arsenal. He, one of your kids got you into Arsenal, yeah, and that's how you got the bug. Yeah, the reverse reverse way it usually is. But, yeah, uh, yeah, the unusual way of getting in. But I didn't watch a football game for, for almost 20 years because uh -oh. I, I saw some violence. Uh, at, at the Rangers mm -hmm. uh, way back in the, I think it was late 60s uh, early 70s when all that stuff is started up with the skinheads mm. and it, it was horrible and I thought I don't want to know this game if the, if the game doesn't sort this out I'm, I'm giving it up and I never watched a game for 20 years wow and then my son my son came home from school one day with a red, red and white scarf and I was so glad he didn't give me the M word Mm. I was the, the MU word. I was, yes. <laughs> I was dreading to be a blooming Manchester United supporter. I was, oh, no. But fortunately, it was Arsenal. And, of course, with an eight-year-old boy, it doesn't take you long before. You, you, it's, Dad, when are you going to take me to football? Dad, when are you going to take me to football? Mm. And before long, go. And, of course, I went to, to Highbury. My, my friend lent me some tickets. And I just fell in love with it again. Yeah. And Highbury... As I say, I have a very special vibe at Highbury. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I've heard now that the, the Emirates is getting the same vibe. Mm. So I've still got season tickets. I should be going back next year, I think. Definitely. Yeah, OK, good stuff. You'd have played a great number of stadiums of, and great stadiums in your, in your career, uh, Roger, and and with, with, with The Who, one of the greatest rock bands of all time. What was the moment that you... As a were, were playing as a as a young man when you thought this is different, this is something, this is special. Can you still remember that moment? Um, uh, it's very difficult. Uh, I suppose Woodstock was well, yeah. Woodstock was a special event. It it was a thing. It was a thing that captured the whole. I mean, if you were in America at the time, mm. I mean, it took over the news. I mean, here today we've, we've got the news of, you know, stupid party gate. Mm. I mean, all the things going on in the world, and then they're talking about beer fines. Mm. <laughs> How country is nuts? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know this, this is like, uh, but over here, the, where, uh, in 1969 when Woodstock happened, Woodstock, yeah. Woodstock dominated their whole, their whole news service. It was on the TV for, for hours. It was it was on the radio. You couldn't get away from it. So that was a kind of a massive, massive yeah. event. And yeah. I think when you look back in history, that was the, the kind of beginning of the, the government waking up to they weren't going to be able to sustain the draft in America that was yeah. sending you know, young young kids off to bloody war in Vietnam mm. that they knew nothing about, really. What were they doing in Vietnam? Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. But anyway, that, that was quite memorable. Yeah, but yeah, the stadium, the one you always remember, with, uh, uh, there's two that you always remember with stadiums. And one was Shea Stadium in New York, yeah. and the other, the other one, obviously, was the old Wembley. Yeah. I've played both, I've played both of them, and for concerts, the old one was better. 
Yeah, I saw you at the old Wembley years oh, and years oh, ago. Yeah, that was a good yeah. idea. Stranglers yeah. were on the uh, were on the undercard. I remember a bit, it was, bit yeah. of concrete, yeah. like, bit of concrete, like better acoustics. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> now you've gone yeah. into the beer business, Roger, haven't you? Are you you're, you're placed down in East Sussex. You've got a microbrewery. Yeah, I set it up. You know, I was just thinking we were all bored. You know, bored brainless during the, the lockdowns, and I thought, well, I've got to do something. And I've got two son-in-laws that were laid off, and my son. And I thought, let's start a microbrewery. Let's see what we're helping do. And I looked it all up, and I've got a friend who was a brewer mm. uh, who used to run Fuller's for twenty years, so knew what he was doing, and. and I gave him a bit of dosh to, to buy a bit of gear. Mm. And now it's up and running and it's called Lake Down Brewery. Uh, we've got a tap room down on my fishery, which is, you know, it, the whole thing is just really great Fantastic. for, for a, a farming community, which which is what I live in. Yeah. Um, it's it, with the most of, important thing for me is that the beer is good. Mm. I'm determined to win awards with our beer. And, Touchwood so far is doing extremely well. Fantastic. People can order Lake Down beers as well. I noticed that online, so if they want to find out more about it, they can. Before we let you go, where are you going to watch the game, Roger? You're going to watch it. You're going to watch it. It's sort of on your own in the hotel or in in a bar. Any of the rest of the band interested? No, got a few other supporters in, in, on, on the road with us, so we'll get a gang together. We'll always all watch it. We'll find somewhere with a big screen. Well, it's very hard to get away from the TV screen. In America, they seem yeah. to throw them at you everywhere. <laughs> you know, you can't go into a bar without two two TV screens with two different sporting games going on. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, look, I'd like to say good luck, but I'm a Tottenham fan, so I'll say may, <laughs> I'll say may the best team win. <laughs> well, the, the best team on the night is going to win. Yeah. Whether it's going to be the best team next year, uh, you know, after a season like this. There's only one way for Arsenal, and that's up. Mm. And I think there's only one way for Spurs, because you're all getting old. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Roger, lovely to talk to you. Thanks, Thanks for joining Roger. us. Enjoy the rest of the tour. I hope it goes well. Thanks a lot. Yeah, all right, all right guys. Be lucky. Take care. There's uh, Roger yeah, Daltrey Roger there. Daltrey. Somewhere in the middle of... Spent Memphis. his life in the middle of somewhere yeah. about to do a massive gig making people happy. Yeah, they're amazing. Going, they're playing there tomorrow night. They're touring around the States. Uh, good evening, Philadelphia. You'll get a chance to say next week. Yeah, smashing. But, uh, no, his book's great. It's really good. It's a really okay. kind of breezy read. It's a good story, yeah. uh, obviously. And uh, But it's very... It's a, just You never quite know. That bit often you find in autobiographies, the stuff as a kid. You know, when you're reading stuff as a kid, oh, blimey, we've got to get through the stuff as a kid. First. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, no, it's really that good. It's good too. His childhood okay, stuff's brilliant. really interesting. But it's, uh, anyway, yeah, I recommend he's that. Talked about his fishery there. Oh, I mean, Nigel, Nigel Botherway will be. We can get round to fishing, mate. My Charlie said he's got a fishery. Be, we, be, we never had the time. Nigel will be all over that next week. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It's time for the birthday spread once again, a pretty straightforward game where uh, Charlie and I have to guess the ages of 10 birthdays. Andy has been scouring the birthdays of the week and uh, he'll look for ones that he feels he can can add to comedically. Yeah. 
and uh, he says he's got one absolute corker this week. <laughs> Cast iron joke. Apparently one he did last year. Oh. The biggest problem we're having with Andy at the moment is an issue with his equipment. OK. Um, and leave it, Charlie. I, I didn't say a word, <laughs> I, I know that face, that old panto face you do. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so he may have to phone it in. Not for the first time, as, as I'm sure you're all shouting uh, down the radio. Um, but it's a simple game. We've got to try and guess the ages of the people. There'll be a margin of error. Uh, that uh, builds, of course, as we try and make these guesses. And the one that is the less years out, the one with the smallest margin of error after 10 birthdays, is the winner. I won last week in a very narrow uh, victory, mm. but a good... Mm. It was got, like it, a, got it spot on for the decided game, didn't it, Paul? Game got of it chess. spot on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Touch suspicious, I could mm. see that. So, um, Jeff uh, Peters uh, can't be with us today from the Nerve Centre. Um, John Cadogan has uh, decided to sit in once Step again, in. building his part, as he likes to do. Yeah, I love it. I Jeff requested... Me, yes, he did. He, asked you, to, he did ask clear. you to do it. He, he doesn't trust anybody else apart from you. John's insisted on doing it. But yes, this is Jeff's using the East Midlands nerve. This is the South West nerve. This is the South West nerve. Okay, Yellow Army. Yeah. Okay, um, uh, now, Andy Jacobs, uh, we're still trying to get through to Andy Jacobs. I think he's there. <laughs> well, he is. I'm, no, I'm, is your he? assistant producer oh. is waving a finger. He's giving me a Billy oh, Bowden. No. So is, I don't is he going to answer the there. phone by saying, he is powered there. by tea? Okay. So, uh, Andy, are you there? Well, yeah, but I'm not happy about it. Oh, <laughs> well, you're on the phone. Yeah, because I can't, they can't connect me up with the equipment or Zoom. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Tremendous. Why, why is it? It's not our fault, Andy. We can't help most. No, we just we we can't do it all. We're sitting here presenting the show. We can't go out and sort out the Zoom as well. So, yeah. okay, fair enough. <laughs> right. You sound like you're in a comedy mood. So, yeah, uh, absolutely. I've mean, spent fifteen minutes trying to get on the line. Uh, good, Tremendous. It's not a complete waste of my life or anything like that. Good but job. Don't worry about it. Good job. We didn't lose last night. I t- <laughs> told you. Quite well, didn't I they, told really? you Mount would score a few quid there for. Uh, Sporting memories. Anyway, uh, Andy, you've got your birthdays. You've got some good oh, stuff, great. I understand. Oh, yeah, not bad, yeah. Fantastic. Not bad. Well, you know, it's a very it's clear line. It, yes. I mean, if that does help, it is a very clear phone line you've Hugh got. John's phone line is. It, is, it sounds like good. you're doing the Mexico 70 commentary of Brazil versus <laughs> England. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that didn't didn't get him out of his fun, nothing, did it, really? Nothing. So, Here's um, another one you won't like. Here we go, then. I'm going to go first. It's the birthday. Um, it's the birthday spread, and I'm going first. And Andy, take it away. Okay, and the first birthday today is the film director Amy Heckling. Amy Heckling. And uh, she was going to uh, Charlie's Adele gig at the Palladium, but I put her off. I knew you wouldn't want Heckling in the audience. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard of Amy Heckling, Charlie? I haven't. No, I haven't. I mean, this is a difficult one. She could be like a kid. This could, it could be over on the first guess. It could be. I'm going to go 45, Amy Hepburn. And Amy at 45. It's a very 45-ish name, isn't it? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. 40. No, 68. Oh, old Amy. Wow. Old Amy. Now, with respect, old Amy Heckling. Yeah. Um, so, Paul, you have 45, so you're 23 out. Charlie, you have 40, so you're 28 out. So, 23, oh, Paul, 28, a Charlie. Very poor start after by one guess. Yeah, very yeah, I hope bad. you're doing better at home than that. Okay, Charlie goes uh, next on the second birthday. Okay, a lot of these are people. I think there's only one in here that you'll actually know. Oh, so a lot okay. of them, maybe two, but a lot of them are, are difficult this week. Mm. So don't worry if there's a bit of a gap. This is the chairman of Smith & Nephew Medical Technology Company and WPP, the advertising company. Oh, he's busy. It's Roberto Quarter. Roberto, Roberto Quarter. Yeah. And he used to sit behind me at Chelsea, actually. He continually hit me on the back of the head with a large block of cheddar that he always brought to the game. It was a quarter pounder with cheese. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> 
I mean, who knows? <laughs> yes, we, I think we're going to pluck in very high numbers air. today. Yeah. 72. 67. Oh, good, Charlie. 73. Oh, pretty what good. About that? it? Pretty That's good. very good. That's made it a touch tighter, I take uh, it. So, Paul, you were six out, so mm. you move on to 29. Charlie, you were one out, Ooh. so you are also on 29. Oh, okay, well, it's Even a battle. The scores, aren't, the scores aren't great, but it's a battle. So, back to me then first for birthday number three. Okay, the fashion designer, Muchia Prada. Muchia Prada. Mm. And one of her earliest jobs was in the late 70s, designing silks for jockeys. Uh, Lester Piggott refused to wear them, though, but Greville Starkey loved them. Yes, Greville wore Prada. <laughs> <laughs> um, and good. the thing is, like, kind of the Prada, the sort of family, there could be anything from one is young she? Prada or old Prada. It yeah. could be 90-year-old yeah. Prada. could be 50-year-old Prada. It's oh, hard, isn't it? That's hard, Paul. You've got to go first. 75. Ooh. Go in the middle of what I just said. Uh, what do you think, Charlie? 55. Oh. Oh, dear. 73. Oh, oh no. Okay. It's quite volatile, this scoring, uh, John. It's keeping you going with the maths, isn't I, it? I, I've got a new respect for Jeff Peters <laughs> yeah. here. Got to and he has time to do his own jokes as well. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, hard. That's true, it's impressive. Uh, so Paul, and you he's were... on a quality line. <laughs> Paul, <laughs> so, yeah. you were two out, so you move on to 31. Charlie, you were 18 out, yeah, right, so you on 47. So Paul, 31, Charlie, 47. 16, okay, 16, so Charlie goes first for the next one. Here we go, Andy. Okay, uh, we all know him as the comedian Al Murray. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Al, but you may not know this about Al, he's got a very successful new business producing plastic entry cards for events and exhibitions. Mm. It's called the Pub Lanyard. Oh, very good. Here we are. Uh, old Al, what do you reckon, Charlie? This could be embarrassing, could not it? Uh, yeah, you're going to face say him soon. 51. Okay, he could be a bit. Oh, I might go 52. I think you're pretty close. Uh, 54. Oh, I see we're paying him compliments here. Shaved bad, a couple of years bad. off. Keep him on side. Uh, so, Paul, you were two out, so you move on to 33. Charlie, three out, you on to 50. Ooh, still not much in it. We're going to half-time after this one. I have to lead off. But as Andy said, we probably won't know any of the others. So here we go. It's uh, Amanata Fauna, the writer, Amanata Fauna. And uh, she's just written a cookbook based on Creole cuisine of New Orleans. The recipes are delicious. I love a bit of fornication. <laughs> Dirty boy. <laughs> Anamata Fauna. The, um, wow, it's tough. The writer, of course, Paul. Yeah, you know her? Not you know am- her ammo, yeah. Ammo. <laughs> Bowling ammo. <laughs> um, Bowling ammo. 69. Ooh. Amanata. Who knows? Yeah, Amanata. Amanata Fauna. 69. 69 gone I've gone for. Well, I'll go for 52. Ooh. 58. Oh, wow. This, uh, this is delicately poised. We're going to half time. What's Has going on, John? narrowed the marching a little bit, Paul. Uh, you were fifth. Uh, no, sorry. You were 11 outs here mm. on to 44. Yeah. Charlie, you were six outs here on to 56. So 12 in it going into half time. Okay. 12. Well, it's all to play for in the second half. It's uh, the birthday spread. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Welcome back to a volatile, but suddenly quite competitive mm. birthday spread with the scores at 44 for me, 56 for Charlie after the five guesses we've made so far. They're the years we've been out on the, uh, the birthdays that Andy has picked. Uh, we had an issue of Andy's line. He is joining us down the phone. Jeff Peters isn't with us. Uh, our producer, John Callaghan, is keeping score. Andy, birthday number six, take it away. Okay, birthday number six is the model and actress. She appeared in Arbitrage in 2012. It's Letitia Castor. Letitia Castor. 
Barcelona. Oh. And uh, she was just she's just been asked by Real Madrid to provide material for the new goalposts at the Bernabeu. They're fabulous. I love the castanets. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so what do you reckon? What was she in? She's she was actress, in a model and actress. The film was called what, Andy? Arbitrage. Arbitrage. That makes a meme. We've all seen it, haven't we? <laughs> I saw arbitrage. arbitrage 2, Electric oh, yeah. Boogaloo. We all love that one, didn't we? <laughs> arbitrage, arbitrage 4. Yeah. Arbitrage 4, um, 3D, that one. Remember that? I've no idea. Yeah. 62. 60, I think she might be a bit younger than that. I'm going to go 41. She's 44. Oh, oh no. He's trying to... You know, 2012, the film. So Charlie's just not on it today. It's over. I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone. Oh, heck. It's (laughs) going, you know, Jeff Peters, eh? oh, heck. (laughs) I've written it all in the wrong column. Hold on. I don't know anybody. Uh, It's almost happening, John. Come on. In your own time. Oh, heck. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's right. <laughs> uh, so, Paul, you're on 47. You were, uh, you were three out, yeah. so you're at 47. Oh, okay, yeah. And, Charlie, you were 18 out, so you're on 74. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Okay. That's right. Fair enough. That's not good, is it? It's not very good. Next one, I'll go first. Andy. It's the soprano Nina Stem. Nina Stem. Nina Stem. Yeah, and Nina's got a new sideline, actually, designing living quarters in low-risk prisons. Huh? And the government asked me to examine her work. I was quite happy to do some stem cell research. Dog. It feels like you've made these people up. Yeah. 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 Know, None of these people exist. Joke. It's like a fantasy game of birthday spread. <laughs> uh, it's the Pro Evo version. Should be struck off. The I'd say you well. can't use the real names of people in the, this version of the birthday spread. We've lost the license. Um, uh, Nina wow. Stem. Nina Stem, the soprano. 68. Gone too high, haven't I? Mm. What do you think? Forty-one. Yeah. All right. Just got to do a quick check of Nina's stem because I think there's been an error. Hold oh, on. Okay. Oh, no. I don't want listeners bombarding me. So yeah. let's have a look exactly how old she is. Yeah, Nina's stem. Yeah. Nina's stem. Yeah. It's all working well today. It's isn't going well. It's been very well. well. This, I think. Yeah, well, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, uh, yes, I've got the age right. Yeah, she is 59. Oh, so I said 68. You said what? 41. 41. So, like, Spang in the middle. So Paul was nine out. You're on to 56. Paul, uh, Charlie, you were 18 out again. He's 18 out every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the third time so you've been 18 you're out. You're on to 92. 56, 92. Look, at this this time, it looked unrecoverable. This, this has been volatile. You could bounce back. This is bad. This is no time. It's the mezzo-soprano this week. Anne-Sophie von Otter. Oh, Anne-Sophie von Otter. Exist. And she, she's got a weather column in the Daily Star. It's called yeah. Otter Van. This week, Otter Van Marbella. Oh, nice. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't go down the Ring of Bright Water route. But okay, um, yeah. that was an otter, wasn't it? That was an otter. Anyway, um, Sophie, it's your go. Sophie and von Otter. No, Sophie, what? <laughs> Anne-Sophie von Otter. Throwing in the towel on this one, if I'm honest. Uh, I'm 36 behind. Is that right, John? Oh. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So um, uh, I'm going to say she is uh, 48, 72, 67. Oh, oh 
Yeah, oh, he went sun I don't think this then. one counts. <laughs> it's quite hard to work out <laughs> this. Doesn't, I can't hear Andy properly. It's his line. Oh, okay, that's what it's it is. Line. Yeah, that's what's done for Jeff, you. Not having Jeff putting me off. Yeah. I studied her work at A-level music. Oh. There's no topper. I I just did. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, you know her tell, work, yeah, do you? Yeah, Sophie I know Anne Sophie Von Otter, all right. Anne Sophie Von Otter, Van Sophie Anne. So, Paul, you were four out. You move on to 72. And Charlie. I was on 56 just now. Oh, no, sorry. I read the wrong column again. Hold on a minute. You were five out. You move on to 61. That's better. And Charlie, you were 19 out. Not quite 18 out. You were 19 out this time. You move on to 111. So, 61, Paul, 111. Am I just ill? Lift lift one leg. I tell you, he's coming out of this birthday spread very well. Jeff Peter. He is. He is. He's the real star of this, and he's not even here. Uh, Okay, next one, Andy. It's the uh, chief executive of Vodafone from 1997 to 2003, and the chairman of GlaxoSmithKline, 2005 to 15. All the stars. I know. So Christopher Gent. Oh, yeah, Chris Gent. 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 I was on my way to his house, actually, when I got lost and suddenly needed the uh, toilet. Yes. I was desperate to find the Gent. (laughs) Sure you were. Um... 60, uh, 71, 71, I'm going for. What do you think, Charlie? 88. 74. 74. So I think I'm I'm three out there, which puts me on 64. Shall I do the maths? <laughs> no, 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 no. Come okay. on. It's, yeah, yeah. you're a three out. You're on to 64, oh, Charlie. Yeah. You're 14 out. You're on to 125. Am I allowed to declare or not? You're stinking the place out, mate. You really <laughs> are. 61 in it going into the final one. You're not, tr- you're not trying now. You're on the beach. Well, let's try this last one. Then I go first because I think I'm in the lead. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's Dame Rosemary Cramp. Dame Rosemary Cramp. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, I saw her last week, and funnily enough, the same thing happened as last year. Yeah. Of course it did. I was in the lift with her, going from the 17th floor to the lobby, when my calf seized up. Yes. It always happens when I go down with cramp. Yes. Ah, could there worse. we are. Could have been a um, That's I'd why the lady is a cramp. Yeah. Could have uh, gone with that. Could have gone, yeah. That's, yes, could have done, yeah, other options. Um, Not name, really, is it? A lady can't be cramp. Is a cramp. No, no. That's a cramp. Are you getting workshop now, Charlie? She's <laughs> doing a pun on the word. Wouldn't have done that if his line had worked. I know, yeah, you know what I so mean. So I'd say Dame Rosemary Cramp is 90. Well, I've got a bit to play with. Yeah. So, so uh, I think she's... Um... She's either going to be about 28 <laughs> I think she's 28. Or 150. I think she's 28. <laughs> 28. Uh, Dame Rosemary Cramp is, in fact... 93. Well, I had to have a go, didn't I? I you had did. to have a go. So I, I know I'm three out on 67. You just concentrate on Charlie, John. <laughs> 65, uh, 190. Yeah, mm. not great. Man, 67, that's, 190. That's possibly the worst score since we... And that's, that's worse than Max's worst. I didn't, think it, was, I didn't it think it was in the spirit of the game, the whole thing. Mm. You meant to know. You meant to know the people are. Surely that's the point, isn't it? <laughs> well, thank you, John. Let's just try and forget this. Week, yeah, that's just almost met, like give it another go next week. Good job, it wasn't on li- Good job it wasn't on live radio. Eh? That's the important thing. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast stunk the place out. You get relegated at this. I hope week. Arsenal win tonight. <laughs> oh, he's changed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you're back with me on Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, you? Is that right? Yeah, see you Tuesday. Max on Saturday. Uh, Max Saturday morning nine. No, ten to one this oh, week. Ten to, ten one. to okay. one for the summer. Uh, and I'm back with Andy tomorrow. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four p.m. on Talksport. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.